In early 2017, I took an idea to my board of advisors for their feedback. I was presenting the idea of writing a second book to them. My first book, Stop Selling Vanilla Ice Cream, was about optimizing the strategy and talent in your business, having the right plan with the right people. And it was clearly targeted at business leaders. But my second book idea was also targeted at business leaders too. But my uh, board at the time didn't see it that way. The new book idea was about career and life planning. And they wondered and pushed back hard on how a book about career and life planning could be wanted and used by business leaders. Now that's a legit question, but it has a very clear answer. And in today's podcast, I'm going to share with you how you can use the Stop the Vanilla in Your Career and Life process, a career and life planning process to build high-performance teams across your organization, and how to use this process to develop the total person, which is the future of talent development. And for all of our loyal podcast listeners, we have a special offer for you for the book that comes out on November 23rd, 2020. Hey there, I'm Steve Van Remortel, Chief Strategist and Talent Advisor for Stop the Vanilla and the host of the Stop the Vanilla Experience, where we help you achieve your vision for your business and your career in life by having the right strategy and the right talent. In your business, when your talent plan and talent decisions are based on your strategy, your company will accelerate towards your vision and achieve record profitability and growth. And in your career in life, when you have the right strategy based on your natural talents, you will love what you do, deliver it naturally, excel at it, and get rewarded for it, allowing you to live the life you want. It's about strategy and talent. Strategy and talent plan for your business, strategy and talent plan for your career in life. Because there's nothing you can achieve in your business and life with the right strategy and right talent. Now, as we dive into the podcast today, uh, I have heard this question many times. Why would a business strategy and talent advisor write a book about career planning? And like I said in the opening, that's a good question, but there is a good answer, a very good answer, and it's what inspired us here at Stop the Vanilla to write this second book. And the fact is, is that 87.7%, according to a Deloitte study, do not love what they do for a living, do not describe themselves as passionate about what they do for a living. And when you're not passionate about what you do for a living, you don't fulfill your full potential as a team member, which then leads to a team that does not achieve its full potential. Now, before I explain all of that, let me give you some background the backstory, some context to help you make more sense out of this and get more value out of it. Now, in 1999, when I started Stop the Vanilla, our focus was on, on my passion for strategy. But, but we quickly learned, and I quickly realized that without the right talent, your strategy doesn't get executed. And without the right talent, your, 
excuse me, without the right strategy, your talent is unfocused and not as productive as it could be. So we evolved our strategy. Uh, we evolved our strategy and established our differentiation as strategy and talent. I mean, that became our mint chocolate chip. Helping organizations make sure they got the right strategy and the right talent to execute it. And over the next couple of years, we built over 100 plus methodologies, strategy and talent methodologies, to build out that process and to help companies make sure that they got the right plan executed by the right people. And we became experts in strategy and talent planning. And after I created all those methodologies and had completed this process 100 times, I wanted to put that process in a book and so, and, and basically give it to leaders so that they could execute parts of it, all of it, or just really help them be better at strategic thinking and how they can take their organization to the next level with the right strategy and right talent. So I wrote the book called Stop Selling Vanilla Ice Cream. And it was focused on strategy and talent in your business. And that was in 2012, so that was eight years ago. And it, it was a hit in a sense that it, it accomplished its objectives in helping us you know, build out our strategy and talent consulting practice and really established us as an expert in the field. Because one of the things about a book does is it really helps people understand your approach, understand your differentiation, understand what your passion is. And things were going great until a pattern kept showing itself. With the hundreds of teams I've worked with since then, I would consistently run into two or three team members on, on the leadership team that were not passionate about their current role or the role didn't fit their natural wiring. And when I say this, it's, it's not like it, this didn't happen just once in a while. This happened in every organization. It happened every week. Like we work with teams all the time and I can just tell you consistently, there's one or two or three people on the team that are not in the role that they would love to be in, that they would describe themselves as passionate. And that learning, that experience that we just kept seeing over and over again, what we call the passion gap, Deloitte calls the passion gap, validated that Deloitte study. Like just to think that 87.7% of America's workforce does not describe themselves as passionate about what they do. I mean, just think about that for a minute. Think about that as it relates to you. That's a crazy statistic. But what we kept seeing validated that statistic. And... Candidly, that inspired us to do something about it. As I was sitting across from all these leaders and, and seeing this lack of passion in their work, it just moved me. It absolutely moved me um, to the point where I needed, you know, I needed to do something about it. And I rallied the team around the idea and eventually my board of advisors. <laughs> um, so we updated a career planning process that I created to help my four kids love what they do for a living. And that was probably 10 years earlier where, you know, it took me 35 years to define a career that I love what I do. And I was, there's no way I was going to let my kids take 35 years to figure it out. I knew how to help them define a career that they would love, define a career path that would fit their natural wiring. And so I just created it simply to help them. 
and really had no intentions of sharing that process. But as I you know, was sitting across the table with these leaders, it's like I wanted to hand them a book. I wanted to hand them a process to say, hey, go away and read this and come back with the optimum career path for you. And at the end, you know, in the end, it's about helping an individual develop the right strategy based on the natural talents that they have for their career in life. And that's what I shared with my board. That 87% who, not, who do not describe themselves as passionate about what they do for a living are at all levels of organizations. They're leaders across organizations in different departments, um, different divisions. I mean, the 87% are in every area of your organization. And in fact, that's why, and that, that's the target market of stop selling vanilla ice cream, but it's also the target market of stop the vanilla in your career in life. It's leaders and team members who are not passionate about what they do for a living. And as a result, they're not fulfilling their full potential. And therefore, the team that they're on is not fulfilling their full potential. Because at the foundation of a high-performance team is that every person on that team loves what they do, would describe themselves as passionate about their role, fits their natural wiring, and therefore they deliver it naturally. They excel at it and get rewarded for it. And that's what the Stop the Vanilla in Your Career and Life process does. It helps people understand what the right career path is, the right strategy for them based on who they are, based on their natural talents that really develop early in our life and go unchanged the rest of our life. And that's when I realized how this process could be used to build high-performance teams. Well, it's here. Uh, yesterday, a uh, shipment have arrived of uh, copies of my second book called Stop the Vanilla in Your Career and Life. And for those of you that, that maybe have never written a book, it's, uh, it's a very laborious process. Um, it's a long process. This one took two and a half years. My first book took five years. Um, but they showed up yesterday, and that is an emotional day when you hold a book you've been working on in your hand for the first time. And so they're here, they're in, and we're excited about the amount of lives that we can change. This book was written for, and, you know, it's in our, it's just, it's part of our passion and our mission here to impact people's lives. But this book was written for the 87.7% of America's workforce who do not describe themselves as passionate about what they do. I mean, what they do five to six days a week when they go to work. The book was also written for people that are re-entering the workforce, maybe after being out of it for a while or, you know, going back in based on some personal circumstances. The book was also written for leaders who want to build high-performing teams across their, their organization, and that's what we're going to cover today. And the book also is very applicable to high school and college students who do not have clarity on their future on the optimum career path for them. But because you're a listener of the podcast, I want to give you a special offer. If you attend our virtual book launch party on November 23rd at 4 p.m., November 23rd of 2020, 
you will get a one-time offer that only people who attend the party get. So if you're going to buy the book, I would suggest waiting until Monday, November 23rd, which is the first day of its launch. And there'll be more information to follow in the show notes. But I want to thank you for your support of Stop the Vanilla as we look to change 100,000 lives by helping them love what they do for a living, to live the life they want. Or change the life of someone close to you. So get yourself a copy of that book. Now, to build a high-performing team, you need to focus on total personal development. Total person development. I can just tell you that with the leaders that are proactive in talent management, um, that can see kind of where the future is going in, in uh, personal development, in leadership development, is that you, you just can't develop the work person. You got to develop the total person because, and I, I can just attest to this in, you know, doing thousands of leadership development processes that over 50% of the time, the challenges that a, that a leader's facing that's really impacting their work, it's not from work. It's outside of work. And so if you're ignoring, if you want to avoid um, the personal development opportunities that they have, then you're limiting the potential of, your, of that individual and of that team. And I can just tell you candidly that, you know, 10, 15 years ago, I was told, Steve, I don't want to know about their personal life. That was literally told to me by a leader of a company. But I can tell you today, the leaders that are, you know, killing it, that are having incredible success, care for, understand, and want to develop the total person. And that, to be honest with you, the younger generations, call it the millennials, call it whoever you want, the younger generations coming into the workforce over the last five to ten years, expect that. They look for that. They're, they look for companies that want to develop the total person because they understand that challenges I have outside of work impact work and vice versa. And so when we're developing a leadership development plan and, you know, in our approach, we like to identify two to three leadership development priorities. I can guarantee you at least, and let me back up, two to three leadership development priorities that are going to have the greatest impact on this specific person's life. The greatest impact, right? And I guarantee you at least one of those two to three development priorities will be outside of work. Guaranteed. A relationship, uh, financial stress, um, you know, elderly parents, right? Just think of all the challenges we face in our world now. I mean, (laughs) I was talking to someone the other day, and when I was growing up, it seemed like life was pretty simple. And I recognize it's all about perspective, but it seems like the world is a really complicated place right now and a very hard place for us to go it alone. And that's why, that's why team members want a leader that helps them across not only their professional challenges and their professional growth opportunities, but their per- personal growth opportunities as well. And I can just tell you that if this 87% number from Deloitte is true, and everything that we've done in the last 10 years has validated its truth, that you have team members across your organization that are just going to work, that are not performing at their full potential, 
And I can tell you right now, they're obviously not the highest performing team members on your team. And as I'm saying these things, you're probably envisioning who they are. Because when you don't love what you do, your engagement level's down, your energy's down, your focus, um, and the ability to retain those people is down. And so how do you build a high-performing, engaged, and retain that team? By developing the total person. We have worked with and trained leaders on how to develop the total person. And what has come from that? A, a employer of choice culture. I have one company that comes to mind right out of the gate where this leader, when they hire someone, the leader, the owner of the company and the leader of the company personally sits down with each individual and puts together a, uh, a personal development plan focused on the top priorities of helping them improve. And I can just tell you, number one, they have a culture like no other. Um, when they have an opening, uh, they get stacks of resumes. People talk to people about the great places to work, and it's not a secret in a community on what the great place, where the great places to work are in the community. And why is that? It's because the leaders in that organization are investing in the professional and personal lives of the people that work there. Because when you care for the total person, they tell other people. And their development process ensures that they are passionate about what they do, that it fits their natural wiring. And if, it, if that position that fits who they are is not in their company, they're cool with that. Because the leader wants everyone on their team, what we call the shepherd of the talent, the shepherd of the talent, that leader wants everyone on their team to love what they do, deliver it naturally, even if that means that they have to leave the organization to find that. I want to repeat that. When you're building a team, you want to have every person on that team love what they do and deliver it naturally because then you're going to build the highest performing, te highest performing team you can. However, in your process of doing that, if you come across a team member that isn't passionate about the role they're in, doesn't fit who they are, their natural wiring, then you got to help them figure it out. And if that position is outside your organization, that's okay because that's a win-win for both of you. You get to find a person that's passionate about that role, that's going to excel and fulfill their full potential in that role, and you help, that other, you help your team member love what they do for a living. I'll just share with you a quick story of another leader that just em, em, embodies this, this total person development concept. I was, uh, given a, I was taking uh, this, this company's leadership team through um, Shepherd of the Talent training and really how to coach and develop leaders both professionally and personally. And uh, we talked about career and life planning as part of it. And there were 50 leaders in the room, um, really cool company. And the leader gets up in front of the room. He kind of stops, you know, I st he kind of stopped me in my presentation, which was cool because, we, you know, it's very interactive. And he says to his leaders, they all look to him. And this is a very well-respected leader by his team to begin with. And he said to him, he said, I want each of you in this room to be passionate about what you do. And I want it to come naturally to you. I want it to fit who you are. And if, if you're not those two things, I want our company to help you figure that out. And if that role is not in our organization, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that because I want you to love what you do 
because he knows that leads to the highest performing, highest performing team possible. I'm just telling you, you could have, any one of those people would have ran through a wall for that leader at that point because they realize that this leader cares for them in a way that um, you know, builds that trust. It builds that culture. It builds that engagement and that retention. And to me, that is the future of leadership. The future of leadership is people that, number one, want the best for their teammates and their team members, but recognizes by doing the right thing and helping people love what they do for a living and have it fit their natural wiring, they, they also get the benefit of building the highest performance team in their industry, which he has accomplished. And I, I share that story with you because I was moved by that moment. Um, you could have cut the, you know, cut the air in the room like it was, it was moving. And if that's a leader that you want to become, then take look at your team and focus on start with st- just take one step and identify the person that probably is not least fulfilling their potential right has the most on tap potential of your team and take them through uh just have a discussion with them our belief is is that by by using behavioral science that facilitates easy identification of the top two or three priorities that they have for development um, but do it the way that you want. But we, you know, behavioral science helps that happen. And have a discussion with them about what their top two or three prior development priorities are. Have a discussion with them on their passion level about their position. One to ten, how passionate are you about the role? And one to ten, how well does it fit your natural wiring? And have a discussion around that. And again, if you use the soft skills indicator, our behavioral science assessment, it tells you their level of role clarity. So, if you want that assessment, it tells you, are they, do they love their role? It tells you, are they, do they view themselves as being a fit for their role? So you can have an assessment tell you that, or you can ask the person directly. And put, up, put a development plan together for them and identify their top two or three priorities and put specific action plans with due dates. And if one of them, one of, their, one of the priorities is to become more passionate about what they do or find a role that better fits their natural wiring, then take them through the stop to vanilla in your career and life process. You will change their life, and in the process, you will change your organization and your team. I just can't emphasize how powerful that is because I see it happening every day, and this is going to continue to happen in large numbers because 87% of the workforce is not passionate about what they do. And if I have anything to do about it, if the stop to vanilla team has anything to do about it, we're going to get that number down, like down to 50%, right? We're going to have another 50 million people loving what they do for a living in our country. And so I encourage you to be a shepherd of the talent and own that and help people love what they do for a living that fits their natural wiring. Now, as a bonus to you, this, what, another thing the Stop the Vanilla and Career and Life process will do to help you build high-performance teams is through hiring people that have the passion for and fit the role that you're trying to fill. And the way you do that real quickly, I mean, it's simple stuff, right? In the interview, ask questions to help you understand if, if they would be passionate about the position. So, for example, let's say that we're hiring a sales hunt, hunter role. We're hiring somebody to go out and hunt new business, to go bring in big deals, to go bring in new customers. And one of the most common passions we see in that role is somebody that's passionate about problem solving or they're passionate about closing deals, like they love begging new business. 
And so ask questions around that. What are the five questions you could ask a candidate that would help you understand if they'd be passionate in the role? It's, it's pretty logical, pretty practical. Um, and so before you go into that interview, before you start the process, define those questions. And again, if you're hiring a sales hunter, do they love bagging? You know, what, tell me about when you landed a new piece of business. How'd you feel, right? Um, that type of thing. Again, pretty, pretty practical stuff. And then the second step is to make sure it fits their natural behavioral style. And there's several different ways you can do this. You could do it manually, right? You could, you could draw out the disc graph and say, okay, what do I need on the D, on the dominance factor? What do I need on the influencing factor, the I? What do I need on the S, the steadiness factor? What do I need on the C? And just manually kind of draw out the disc graph. Or we have tools here that can help you define exactly what you want to, look, what you need the natural wiring of that person to look like in that role. So for a sales hunter, you're going to want, using that example, you're going to want a higher D and a higher I with a lower S and maybe have some C depending on the, techni- the technical component of the sale. If they're selling a very technical product, you typically want a little bit higher compliance, higher technical ability. If, they're not, if it's not a technical product, it can, it can be lower. So before you even go into a process to hire a role, you can define exactly what passions are needed in that role, what do they need to be passionate about, and you can figure out exactly the behavioral style that they need to be successful. And again, you can use assessments to do that and have candidates take the assessment to ensure they fit the position. So to recap today's episode, if you want to build a high-performing team, you need every team member to be passionate about what they do for a living and, to, and be a natural fit for them in that position. You accomplish this through total person development and through hiring for the passions and the job fit that will help them love what they do in that role and deliver it naturally. When you help each team member love what they do, you will indirectly increase your team's productivity, innovation, and ability to achieve your vision. And most importantly, you will retain them because they are engaged in their work, which will lead to unprecedented success for you, your team, and your organization. Focus on helping each of your team members optimize the strategy in their career and life based on their natural talents. And the outcome of that is building a high-performance team for your organization. The single scoop for today's podcast The one action that we want you to take, recommend you take, out of this podcast is pick one person that you manage or lead and begin developing that total person. Focus not only on their performance at work, but start helping them develop the right strategy for their unique natural talents. And you will indirectly increase the performance of your team. It's a win-win. Thank you for spending some time today listening to the Stop the Vanilla Experience, where we explore how to achieve your vision for your business and your career in life with the right strategy and right talent. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on either Apple or Spotify. And we encourage you to visit StopTheVanilla.com for a ton of resources, including signing up for the Weekly Scoop, which is bite-sized content on how to have the right plan and right talent in your organization, your career, and life. And always remember, those who plan, profit.